0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And we are doing another episode focused on the TV series, or we'll say Disney Plus series, and or.
1: Yes, and for those of us for the first time listening, you heard that Will is not in the intro because Will had a power surge and has lost... All of his computer stuff to a power surge this house. So we are, he's in our prayers and we are hoping that he can recover all of his stuff sooner than later. That way our trio that is down to two will become three once again. Yes. So. So we are the duo that
0: is the black and gray review um sorry, mm. sorry,
1: the white, sorry, the white, the white and, gray. and brown.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the white oh, Welcome to White and Brown reviews. <laughs> white and tan.
0: White and tan. White and gray. Uh, we're 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 on a we're on a gray scale
1: here, so we're in the white and gray. I love how you didn't like my grayscale sug- suggestion, but yet it always listen, comes up.
0: <laughs> that was the most racist thing I've ever heard in my life. You said, on a scale of white to black, what would you rate this movie? And I'm like, oh, boy. If it?
1: I say white, it's racist. If I say black, it's racist. No, because like, white made it bad and black made it good. Therefore, in today's... Or, today's or black
0: made it good and white made it r- white. white. White is right. And No, no, listen... It's racist no matter what we do with it.
1: You know what I why? get that. But when I was thinking it, I wasn't even thinking <sighs> racist. It. I was just thinking, <laughs> hey, how do we use our name? Um, and then you're like, that is the most racist thing ever. And I was like, yeah, that kind of is. So let's not do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you still fight for it. I'm, I, I don't. I'm surprised. I you. don't. You, you just kind of admitted it. So I'm glad that you finally admitted that uh, you were wrong. I think it's, it's funny. a bad yeah. idea. Oh, it's a yeah. horrible idea. It's funny. It's funny. Speaking of funny, do you know you know what E.T. is short for?: What? Yeah, he's got little legs. Yeah, that's, that's why he's short. Anyway, all right, so we're talking about episode four of Andor. This is called Aldani. Episode or 4. Al- episode four of yeah. Andor.
1: Episode four? Yeah, Isn't that a new hope? No, it's Aldani. And I know how we feel when you get confused.
0: We I said episode ev- four of Andor, <laughs> which is called Aldani. I just gave you a full explanation of what we're talking
1: about. How is that confusing? Because it's funny, because if you go back to our last podcast... Y- y- you did episode one of Andor, <laughs> I did episode two, and we'll do episode three, and as soon as we finished episode one, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to do episode two, and you're like, Attack of the Clones? I was like, no! <laughs> well, <laughs> no. you left it at that, that's why I kept going. We were in the middle of doing...
0: Indoor. Oh shush. <laughs> <laughs> That was a long night, it man. A, we spent like
1: three hours. hours. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh man, this won't be that long. No. Anyway, oh, before <laughs> we get into it, what did you? What was your thoughts on this episode in particular? It it was kind of back to being a stinker episode.
0: Really, you didn't like it? Not stinker. It was it was slow. I mean, there were there were some there were some good like. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It, it was, um, hmm. See, I. It pre- still left much to be desired. I just. I, I'm. I don't know. I, I feel like I liked Boba Fett better than this. Whoa. I know, I know. It's so hard. But th- the thing is this we're getting into the politics again of Star Wars. I'm like, I don't want the politics, I just want the fun stuff. Which is true. I don't, like politi- I don't like politics. I don't like politics. I don't like it. This whole episode
1: is all about politics. See, and I, I just en- I'm like oh. I enjoyed this episode. See, the thing is, what they where they went wrong with this is they made the first three episodes. They made episode one three episodes long. You and mean and Phantom Menace? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they made episode <laughs> one of Andor three episodes long, and if they just cut it down well, to yeah. one episode. And they could, have, they could have done like an hour and 20-minute episode for the first one. A lot of pilots make their first episode longer to tell yeah. them, to get the story. So they could have done that same exact thing and then taken off from here. But episode one, two, and three of Andor, that picked up in its own sense. And now it's kind of—and it, and it was setting the stage for what is now going to be the story the first 3 episodes have nothing to do with the actual storyline moving forward it was all how they got him into this so now the actual storyline can start and i actually appreciated this episode i mean there were some cool name drops we're going to be looking for some you know some people from rogue one will be coming into yeah. this um, so i <clears throat> i appreciated it for what things. it is so, yeah Yeah, but let's get into it. Sorry. We're obviously coming from, and I appreciate that you're going to come from this because you thoroughly don't like the episode versus (laughs) somebody (laughs) just needs to defend the small guy. You know, no, you're going to be, you're not defending it because of that. Now you're going to defend your side because you don't like the episode, which is fantastic. So, well, so here's the hard thing. I'm I'm
0: comparing this to Legends which is not canon and Rebels and Clone Wars which are canon. So for me I'm kind of like okay, there's going to be a mistake here. I found a few things that are kind of questionable. Mm, okay, why and what and, and the ending was not a bad taste but more like the ending was so was so inconclusive. I was like, well, that's Okay, here's where we end. Thanks a lot. Well, they're leaving you so, on a cliffhanger for the next episode. Yeah, but it was it was a lame cliffhanger. We sit around the fire, and next thing you know, we're gonna open up and like submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. <laughs> I called the <this> story, <laughs> Andor. <laughs> you know, Rebel of Ferrix. All right, so. We got this. This we kind of pick back up, you know, after the the recap and everything of everything that happened before. Last we saw of everything was like basically Andor or Cassian and Luthan escape off off that plant. They get into the little, the decoy and then the not decoy, and they they shoot off. They get in the ship and they go away, right? Yes. So Luthan's in the ship. They're in a pretty fast ship. ship. Uh, not what what Cassian expected. They jumped into hyperspace, like. Immediately, Real quick. which is not what he was, yeah, not what he expected to see. He's like, Uh, this ship is fast. What's powering this? He's not used to seeing people who have the funds and the ability to make these things happen the way that we're seeing these things happen, right? So he's like, Dude, get back there, fix your arm. Well, I heard you say Aldani. What's Aldani? Never mind. Here, drink this mednog. You know, it's not the greatest thing, but it'll help, you know, with just a little a, bit of the just pain. Just a sip. Just a sip. Just a sip. Got it. So, um, you know, hey, follow me. We're going to do what you need to do. I know who you are. It's like, you don't know me. He's like, no, but I know you want to put a real stick in the eye of the Empire and get paid for it. Why not get paid for it, you know? Better to spit in their food than to steal their trinkets, is what, is what Luther says. And it, it, the whole thing is, like, you can sit there and, and play games, you know, and tiptoe around everything. Or we can start to make some damage, make some dents, you know? And so Andor's like, you don't know me. Y'all don't know me. Y'all don't know me. You know, bring the Jerry Springer back here. He's like, dude, like you don't know who I am. Like, who do you think you are to tell me, you know, any of these things and assume all of these assumptions? But and he's father. like, I was one of fifty people who survived, you know, fighting on such and such planet, and then we realized we were all fighting ourselves. Yeah. Well, that was pretty dumb, right, is basically how Luthen responds. He goes, dude, wouldn't you rather give, like, you're going to die anyway fighting the Rebellion, or fighting the Empire. You know that, because you hate them. Wouldn't you rather give it all at once for something real? You know, he explains, like, listen, I could be coming after this, this S9 or NS9 Star Path unit, whatever, but I didn't care about that. I actually came for you. So the whole thing comes down to 200,000 credits and, you know, join this team and steal this payroll. You know, it's a quarterly payroll for the Empire. You can steal all this, have all these funds, be done with it, you're good to go. Okay, sounds good, right? That's basically the plan. Join me, go with these guys, or I'll drop you off and you can just, like, you know, get attacked and killed and whatever. Or... Do this mission and make a ton of money, I'll give you two thousand credits for it. 200, two hundred or sorry, two two hundred thousand
1: credits. Two hundred thousand yeah. credits.
0: That's a that's a lot of cheddar. So all right, now we're now we're back to Coruscant. So back on Coruscant, which apparently is like the
1: center of the universe, it, right? It was it's always been the, the it's one big city it's yeah. always been that the center of it all um i actually when i watched it i actually appreciated what they did with this they in in the original trilogy they made they made it look really cg and this yeah. they made it look really real um and it looked so much better and i appreciated how they made coruscant look in this um they gave it more of a, you know, today's kind of city, like a New York-style feel. Um, yeah. And they did, I think they, they upgraded it from 20 years ago. Uh, so they did a really good job with that, in my opinion. So we, we've watched some stuff where it's like they jump, they jump, they jump, and you don't know
0: why, you don't know where. You know, where are they? What are they doing? What is this place? Like, oh, they're on some other planet. Oh, they're on some other planet. But here, they're giving you the time the place, and kind of a, a little bit of an explanation of what this place is all about. Right. They've been doing that since the beginning of Andor, and I love that because you don't really get that timeline type of stuff. You don't get the explanation very often Star Snyder's Wars. Zack Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't get it. So I like the fact that they're taking the time to fill in the stuff that we're all like, but where and why and what? Like, OK, so I, I do appreciate that. So at this point, they're at the um, Imperial Security Bureau. Um Oh, okay. Well, this is like the big deal. All right. I wrote ISP later on. I'm like, "Oh, what's ISP?" Oh, well, I just said in, Imperial Security Bureau. So, it's they're like the FBI basically. So, you got this guy Partigaz. Now, I was really like trying to pinpoint this dude, Partigaz. Like he looked so familiar. Who is Pardegas? But I'm, I'm noticing now that in Star Wars and pretty much everything now, everything big, every big franchise is using people from Game of Thrones. Yeah, X-Men, Star Wars, it's all people from Game of Thrones. A- X-Men, Star Wars, DC, all Game of Thrones. Yep. Everything. So... Okay, this guy is also from Game of Thrones. But he looked he looked like so many other people and I thought he was somebody else, but he's not. But anyway, Partagaz part Gaz is basically the leader. He's like the head of the ISB, which is a certain security department of the empire. That's basically it's it's like you've got the empire You've got their army, which is the you know the stormtroopers, the all the troopers, per se, and then all these other like lower, lower, lower ranks that are overseeing what they're overseeing, and you've got the ISB.
1: See, I thought they, they were trying. I thought they were trying to. <laughs> my first thought was, and I, I was wrong in like ten seconds. Um, <laughs> But I thought they were trying to do like a, a much younger version of uh, what was it General Tarkin? Tarkin?
0: Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, no, no, no. There was a guy later on that I thought would have been Tarkin. It was it was her, um, her, uh, her assistant there. He looked like Tarkin because he was so scants.
1: Whatever. How um, about what the guy with the, the longer gray? The guy who was, you know. Yeah, no. What, no, do, no, no. Tell all. me what, what do we do here? Part, and then she part gives the an example, and, she, and he's like, yeah. no, we are. No, no. he was like, great,
0: great. great. Yes. yes. No, so yeah, so that guy, Partigaz, is not Tarkin. No. I know.
1: But that was, my first thought was like. Are they showing? He what could. He, he could have been.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, they already used Tarkin. They would have found somebody who looked a lot more like him. Right, and than then
1: just CG would and then CG just face over him again. Well,
0: considering, I mean, yeah, it I mean, was, what four or five years? Yeah, I mean, four and a half, four, four and seven eighths. <laughs> you know, to to get to that point, yeah, he would have looked a lot closer, but he didn't. It wasn't him. So partigaz is this guy who's like the head of the ISB. And basically, he says, who are we? He's going he's going around in circles, getting status reports for all these different sectors, all these different leaders of the sectors. Here's what's going on here. Here's what's going on there. Here's what's going on here. Okay, great. That's fantastic. Who are we? And he asks. And this one woman comes back with this perfect definition right out of the handbook. He goes, yes, absolutely correct, but absolutely wrong. You know, good job for reading the handbook, but we're basically health care providers. Yep. We are to make sure that people don't die, that people are okay, and, and he goes off on like his his real reasoning for being in this department. And they start going over the uh the this,
1: situation. This, this girl too. She she looks like she's always surprised, like she's waiting for something her eyes are always wide like something bad's gonna happen yeah i don't know if she's supposed to act that way if that's the character or if she's just a bad actress and couldn't play the part right because she's like i'm playing a role on star wars and i'm part of the empire and i don't know what i'm doing here (laughs) and like this is my this is my line say my line this is this is my line and and i did it and because she's like this the entire time. And I'm like... Or it's the fact that her hair was pulled back way too tight in this episode. Um, Maybe. One of the be That might be it.
0: So they go over the whole Farrick situation. And this particular person with the big giant eyes that we're talking about here, um, she really wants to... Basically, get a hold of the whole, like the files on the situation, because she has a theory that somehow it's it's somehow connected to her jurisdiction, yeah. right? Um, somehow,
1: but she can't you know, pinpoint it go, yet, though. Because she can't
0: pinpoint it yet, but she's she's he has a uh, an inkling, a gut feeling, as you would say, and that's where we're at. So Andor shaves his face with a knife, next we see, and his temporary name is Clem, which we know is his adopted father. Um, So they get to this planet on the ship. Uh, There's this girl, a woman or whatever, who's like, you know, younger than you, barely older than me, walking down, you know, (laughs) <laughs> for like a day <laughs> and he's like oh yeah that's gonna be your boss she's like I thought you were my boss He goes no it's gonna be her great okay she's gonna hate this idea she's gonna argue with me and you know fight and but you know deal with it so he gives Andor this Kuwati signet which apparently is like, you know, very expensive. He goes like, you know, take no less than fifty thousand for it.
1: No, it's, it's but, I, but I want it back. It's
0: kyber crystal.
1: I thought so. He says it's he calls it kyber. I did not hear him say kyber. Yeah, he calls it kyber. It's a it's ky it's it's a part of kyber crystal it's a piece of a kyber crystal. Did he really say that? Yeah, he calls it kyber. I I, I mean I watched it two
0: and a half times and never heard kyber. Okay, okay. at first I thought kyber because you know most times we hear crystal it's usually kyber crystal so okay it's a um what he says though is you know that it's um it's a Kawadi signet and Kawadi blah 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 this is what they do and blah 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 don't let don't take less than 50k for it I want it back you know don't basically don't die come back, don't die. Give me back my stuff. My question is if he sells it for 50,000,
1: how is he going to get it back? Right. That was my question.
0: It made no sense. <laughs> this whole conversation made zero sense. Don't take less than 50,000 for it. But hey, I want it back at the end. Well, then go fight for it at the end because yep. I sold it for 50,000. Like, dude, what are you saying? Why give it to him if you're just going to say, like, don't sell it then?
1: Yeah. Okay. So so right here, um, it says that um, Rayel, is that his name? Luthien and Cassian finally arrive. Luthien. Yeah. Yeah. Luthien and Cassian finally arrive on Aldani. Luthien says that he's going to hand him over to Val Sartha, who's the the girl. Um, But before doing so, he needs to have a chat with her because apparently Cassie isn't part of the plan. Um, He is now being... Where are you
0: reading this? Um, These are not your notes. These are not your
1: notes. These are not my notes, no. Um, No, of course not. This is a digital Mafia Takis recap of... Mafia uh, Takis. Yeah. Um, But it says here... Um, Luthien hands over a blue Kyber crystal to Cassian and tells him um, that to treat it as a down payment because it costs around 50,000 credits and he needs to get it back once the mission's over Um, so it is Kyber crystal okay I thought so initially it's just he didn't say it no he says Kyber he does call it Kyber crystal Eh.
0: he does I, I didn't catch it okay okay I checked it a couple times, didn't hear it. Okay. Anyway, the whole point is here they came out, it was a full day walk for her to get out there because there's air surveillance. Who's this new guy now? You know, 5 months in. What what are you talking about? So I mean, there's that. He's like, "Dude, we've we've got this dude. He's coming in. He's got steady nerves, he's a pilot, he's multilingual. I, I he's, he's a great addition to the team Otherwise I would have taken your whole team down Because you guys are not prepared You're not ready Okay And we're getting this thing where it's like Okay so he's clearly like playing both sides And I mean anybody who's anybody is To get you know the intelligence over The funding over We get that so tell the others it was just all part of the plan the entire time right you know and, and if anybody starts to fold or seem like they're not doing the right thing go ahead and can, we're gonna cancel the mission so she's like okay well what if some what if he's the one who's gonna fold he goes well that's why we're renting him he's disposable okay great so um, yeah <laughs> he's disposable and when you hear disposable, all you think is red shirt. Yep, right. Okay, stormtrooper. I knew it. Yep. So. F N two one eight seven. So there, I left because there's a Family Guy, no, Robot Chicken. Where they're like, "There's one." Oh yeah, it was, it was um, Princess Leia. When they see Princess Leia in the first in Episode Four, I would be like, "There's one. Set the stun." And they set the stun. They shoot her down, and she comes back with a blaster rifle and shoots him down. And the dude's like, "He said stun. He said stun. They weren't gonna hurt you. Why did you kill him?" <sighs> and then and you're like, "Oh, for a second, I feel bad about this one stormtrooper who got killed next to the other guy." Right. Oh. Mm. But not now. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Nobody cares about the dead stormtroopers with their plastic uniforms and their horrible aim. Uh, so this Empire dude is pissed, right, at the corporate secor- security team for Milana, Lexi, and whatever they are. And basically he's like, you guys are disbanded. We're done. Like, your your security team is your sentry guards. Everything's gone. You're done. So he walks over to Karn. He goes, hell, Lieutenant Karn, you must be proud for everything you did. Well, take solace, because you will not be replaced. As of this morning, the Molana system is under complete imperial authority. So I hope, Chuck, that this makes you feel better. That this one dude who finally for once cared about one little little, little, little security officer on a planet lost everything because he actually kind of cared. Because th- that's what I liked about this. One dude finally cared. And you were like, but nobody ever did. I'm like, yeah, so one, did, one dude finally did. <laughs> so therefore, that's why they're making it a thing. And, that's what, and I'm like, we know where this is going. We know it's going to be, like, a big thing for one dude who is just, like, Javering it right now. And I say Javert for anybody who knows Les Miserables. You know, he's just like, this is my job. This is what I do. I'm going to do it because, you know, it's right. It's morally morally right and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do it. And they're like, no, 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 no. And they move on, and you're you're dumb for wasting all these resources on this. And that's exactly what happened here. You are all disbanded. The Imperial Army is now taking over.
1: Okay. So does that make you feel better about that whole thing? A little bit? What, because he got disbanded for doing what for doing what he did. Uh,
0: his entire department no longer exists. The entire organization no longer exists. Good. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Right? So good.
1: That was yeah. gonna happen see, anyways. So see what they happens. They didn't need to do that for that to happen.
0: <laughs> no, but we needed to, we needed to see, and I think this is gonna be a real big point because. But he's gonna be I know, in I know, I the I know, whole series, I, though. I know you never watched Rebels or anything else outside of like what we see in the movies, but there's a point where there are Imperial officers who are very high in rank who realize that the Empire is like crap, and they go, "I can't sit by and watch this happen
1: anymore and let it happen." Oh, I think, someone fight like, against I think it. even in Rogue One, Krennic would have done. The, uh, mm, I think he would have done a push he was getting to that point
0: no no he wanted what he wanted for himself he wanted his own credit credit <laughs> yes yeah it was
1: a it was a joke <laughs> no he he um no he, i think i i think that he would have given up on the empire because he was getting s- it, it he had a he had a fear for darth vader but outside of that he could have cared less he just wanted his own power and he was realizing that the way that they were doing things like it was all a sh- it was all a scam and if yeah. he had, if he wasn't killed then i think he would have tried something I think I, I think him in the next two years of this. I think he would be a great, um, just having as a cameo, would be fantastic. Panic? Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I agree. Him, because you know, even in this, you know, they Saul, touch upon it. Saul Guerrero is is his. Is, there's a name drop for him. Yes, yeah, Saul um, Guerrero. So Krennic would be a great name drop sooner or later, and then have him just appear for you know one episode. You know
0: again, Saw Gerrera did not only show up in Rogue One; he's way before that. We're talking, we're talking Clone Wars. I get that, but
1: in the in the live action, that's the only place we
0: see him so far. Yes, but the Clone Wars is considered canon. So we did see that's why I said live action. I said live action. I know, I know, and that's why we're gonna get there. That's so why I, I like that we will. We'll see a somewhere between the first time we see him and the last time we see him, you know, a uh, grayscale of his hair. <laughs> so, okay, we get back to Vel. And she's basically talking to Cass, you know, as they're walking up. He's like, don't mention Luthan. You know, like, don't talk about him. Don't bring it up under any circumstances. Okay. So who is Luthan? Who is this dude? What is his contact? What is his connection? Why is is he in between? And we know at this point, because it's five years ABY, which Will didn't know what ABY meant. Uh, Five years ABY Before the Or you know Before Or sorry Sorry BBY Not ABY BBY Before the Battle of Yavin Yavin Um, Who is he? What's he up to? What's going on? Um, Who is he? What's he up to? Because the rebellion is not The rebellion anymore It's not, not even The rebellion yet they haven't existed yet. It's, well, it's not really it's not a known
1: rebellion. It's not even the, um, what's it called? Not even the resistance. resistance.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not even that. It, well, I mean, okay, what's, what's the resistance? The resistance is later on, right? With Ray? Yes. So never mind. It's the rebellion was first. The resistance was later. So right now, the resistance is like any, anybody fighting against what's remaining of the empire. Where the rebellion is the rebels fighting against um, the Senate or the, uh, the republic that's become an empire. Right. Yeah. So it was rebellion, then the resistance. So right now, there's neither... And that's where we're at So as they're talking about that Don't bring it up Under any circumstance Um, And then as they're walking up the hill uh, Cassian realizes They're taking on an imperial armory Not just like Hacking into a payroll No they're straight up taking on an armory A garrison I'm not doing this (laughs) He's like, this is ridiculous. was like, how many are you? She goes, well, six, but now there's seven. He's like, against the garrison? Really? <laughs> and then suddenly there are TIE fighters on patrol, duck and cover, hide.
1: Okay, well, they're gone now, so let's keep we on. We won't see them the rest of the day. And that's the, that's an interesting thing is they're, they're, they're the TIE fighters are scouting the entire planet Um <clears throat> So, they pass by that one sector once, they're gone. So, yeah. it, it kind of shows a hole in the whole, you know, keeping an eye on what's going on because they pass by it once. They sort of 24 hours before they pass. A lot can happen in 24 hours. Um, True, but I'm pretty sure there's more than only two Starfighters, <laughs> two TIE Fighters. Well, they specifically say we won't see them again for the rest of the day. Yeah, them. Those two. No, she's basically saying that that's you're only going to see the Tie Fighters once. You're not going to see them again, like Meh. any of them. There, it just happens once a day, basically. So. Yeah. But so,
0: so um, uh, what's her face there? The blonde with the with the, the mole. <laughs> yes. What's the character's name? Anyway. She basically says, hey, I'm looking into this. That's our box from Guard. that NS9 star path that we found. Um, that's ours, our jurisdiction. Go ahead and tell the other dude, the one's fighting against us. Okay, so we know there's going to be a power struggle because they're, they're both, like, equal in rank, but yet like he's over one area one sector. She's over another and she's like, well, I get that it was found in yours, but it came from mine. Therefore, it's my jurisdiction. Back off. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and tell, you know, Stattergard or whatever his name is. Uh, Garzapaz. And Pat- Patagars. It's not written here. Anyway. All these weird names. So, Luthan gets changed at this point.
1: Like... Mask, I, hair, everything. Dude, totally. So, if, no, not a mask. Not a mask. My hair, stress
0: Like, he so, yeah, goes in disguise. He de stressed. He, he de stressed. <laughs> he, he, he threw a, you know, hot towel over his face to, like, calm down. He put on a robe, a burgundy ish colored robe, and rings and bracelets. He basically emptied. Emperor himself, yep. You know, he is aligning himself with the empire. That's the best way to put it. He's a sophisticated, high class person who is a um, an empire. Is that what you think um, he's doing? Yes, absolutely. 100%.
1: The person he's playing is Luther himself, is not well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's under, the person he's playing here. He's undercover, yeah. yeah. Of course he is.
0: Well, he's undercover, but like, who, who really is he? Because he's he's Luthen, both ways. When he's just the art dealer, he's also Luthen, and called Luthen. Right. Not like he's giving a different name. Anyway, so he gets changed, turns into Casanova Frankenstein. <laughs> And Is he wearing like Empire like robes Yep. Um The Aldanis were driven south By the empirical troops Basic conversation between Cassian and Vel As they're talking about like what happened to the people And what are we going to do to help them Well we're going to fight the empire And that's why we're here and that's what we're going to do So Moving on from the people here It's a bigger picture Okay So They they cut over to a dude who fell asleep In his post on this planet And you got a dude comes back and he's like Hey you're dead we're all dead Thanks a lot You know if Mossy was here or Garvish or Saw Gerrera, They put your head on a pike Just for fun Because you don't care You're not awake We're all dead thanks a lot so, who's this guy with Vel As they're like out there with the binoculars Oh, some other dude The whole team is like super skeptical Like we don't trust whatever's about to happen Which, so was Vel, But she was told by Stellan Skarsgård's character Luthen To trust him So I guess they have to trust him Alright, sure So that's great Um, so they have this little back-and-forth argument. Hey, who are you? Well, I'm this guy. Or, okay, I'm still here. And he just stands there the entire time. Like, he's not pretending. He's just, I don't want to die. I'm here to fight, I guess. Whatever. This this whole episode is such a, like... It throws me off, because he's, he's just, like, reluctantly there to pretend to be on their side, but yet be on their side because he hates the Empire. You're
1: talking about L- Luthin right now, right? I'm talking about Cassian. Cassian. Well, yeah, he is yeah. reluctantly there. But he, this is the whole thing, though, is he's reluctantly there, but he is going to... Because of his reluctance and him still joining up, it's what starts his... Motion forward with joining the rebellion
0: (laughs) Chuck I I love that we're we're finally on the opposite sides here Because you're saying everything that I would say And it's 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 funny to me because yes, that's why he's there. I get it. I agree with you, but yet Here's how we're playing it and we're seeing it and we're going okay No, you're seeing it and you're
1: going, Oh, okay. Yeah, I, that's I, what, I, the, the, but where but they that's where they it. messed up though is again where they messed up is they they made episode one of Andor three yeah. episodes long versus I just know. making it one episode because they made it one episode and they showed you quicker how Cassian got to this place. This is now the true beginning of the story. It just took three know. episodes, to, which which is where they faltered, in my opinion. I know. So I know that. I get it. I, I understand it.
0: It's just, I don't disagree with you at all. I'm just happy that I don't have to be the one to say it, because everybody's asking us, like why and how?" "I know, but okay, you know, and that's where, that's where we're at. So Carn, Lieutenant Carn, goes back home to Mummy, <laughs> who slaps him and then just takes him in anyway. Yep. That was a. It was seven minutes in one sentence. Okay. So Cinta treats Andor's arm. I laugh because we know a Cinta. Yep. And she treats his arm, mm-hmm. and basically they're sitting around, and, and, I and they're she's all like, arguing. I like, I love like how she's little, like
1: Blaster Bird. Really? Hmm. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've all... Yep, we get it.
0: But what we get down to is so that they're talking about, like, loyalty and who's going to be there. And you got the one guy who's like, all I need to know is that he believes in the cause. I, I believe it. Okay, cool. So that's why they're all going to trust him because... You know, one slash two potentially people believe he's there for the cause. Right. So Ser- Senator Monmouthma arrives to Luthen's art ga- gallery. Right. She's she's there to basically buy a gift for her husband. She goes in, looks around for something special in the back, and that's when there's a real conversation that happens. Basically, Luthen's uh partner distracts the driver because there's always ears everywhere right so there's a real conversation going on the back and they're talking about like is there money coming because we need the money to come through i've got people who are hungry who are fighting here and we need money like what are you doing here senator come on and she's talking about there's spies the senate all new people at the banks You know like they're watching me like a hawk They're watching everybody right now Because they know that money's going out So how else can we do this Like what are we going to do So She mentioned she wants to bring somebody else in Doesn't say who I was thinking Organa Potentially Senator, Senator Organa Organa, Whatever. I was thinking that she's, she wants to bring Senator Organa.
1: So in. I thought that this was Mon Mothma, to be, to be honest, when I first saw her character. Well, she is. She, her name is Mon Mothma. Um,
0: it is. Senator Mon Mothma arrives. Yeah, she is Mon Mothma.
1: Okay, because she's not listed here in IMDb in the cast, which is weird. Uh, As Senator Mon Mothma? She is. Uh,
0: She absolutely is. I see it right here. Genevieve O'Reilly, Mon Mothma. Says it right here, top cast. I don't see it. I see it. She's fourth on the list for this episode.
1: (laughs) Wow, I don't have it in this one <laughs> Well, time to upgrade your phone there,
0: buddy I'm on a, compu- I'm on a computer Time to upgrade y- the computer Upgrade y- the poop. Okay, so Senator Mon Mothma
1: arrives at the art gallery Blah, 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 give her husband There she is Okay, she's in a different listing
0: Yeah and she's so like, she's like, she's like this spies, the spies everybody everywhere else. She wants to bring somebody else in, and he's like, it's he, he goes back outside and talks. It goes, Well, so you like that? You're, you're gonna take that art home. It's a, I'll give you, Don, I'll give it to you on loan. It's a daring choice, but you know, you'll do what you're gonna do, whatever. You know, so he's talking in code, trying to make the point, whatever. And uh,
1: that's uh, basically how they go. So (laughs) This episode was completely lackluster to you, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I see it all. I'm going, yeah, well, of course they'll have these questions. And, of course, and, yep. Yep. So So another dude shows up who's clearly, like, an Imperial, like, pilot who shows up. And he's uh, Lieutenant Gorn, as they say, as they call him. He's also not happy for a new guy on their team, and uh, he's like, "Who's this dude?" Like, he's Clem. He's Clem. He's here. He's all. It's, it's all that matters. Reminds me of the line in uh, Iron Man 2. He's like, "I am here." You know? Can we move on? Basically, it was it was a way of saying, "Hey." Shut up about anything else you were thinking about. It's not so-and-so. It's not Saw Gerrera. It's not, you know, Terrence Howard.
1: Let's move on. Right, we're doing you know? this. We're, we're we're trying to let you know that this is not who you think it is. Yes, exactly. Like, right. hey, shut up. Move on.
0: So Mon Mothma... N- Later on, we get not happy with her husband's choices for dinner guests. <laughs> so people who hate her and everything she does are coming and like sitting at her table in her home. You realize here, you know, basically the, the whole conversation goes back and forth. where He's like, oh, yeah, that's no, fine. You won't be sitting next to him. You'll be sitting at the boring side of the table. I'll have the fun side of the table on the, uh, over here. Yeah. So and she's like, oh, that sounds great. She, let's let's invite so and so over. We can laugh about how they, you know, uh, they increase slavery and the starving people in that planet. We can talk about that in the third course. Sounds great, right? Yeah. She can't even trust her husband. Her husband is a jerk. Right. So you realize here that like she's got nothing tying
1: her back to her quote unquote old life. Right. Kind of like because she. Kind of like Jin's father in Rogue One. Your yeah nurse? Yeah, he's, he's doing it for a reason He's yes. part of the Empire But does not want to be a part of the Empire She's in the same right. position she's,
0: she's doing it just to save face In order to feed the Rebellion everything they need And then eventually she will become Basically the leader of the Rebellion But we're not there yet Right So they're talking about a Max 7, 7 Rono freighter um, the airfield is only 52 clicks away, and it's a suicide run. Yeah, great. Sounds great. Sounds so fun. Wait a second. They've got Tie Fighters. You want to run away in a freighter? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, well, dudes. Like once every three years or so, um, they they uh, they have a Machani Braydoni. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it a takes some nine minutes to do this. List. So this is going to be a nine... They're going to take an episode where it's going to... They're going to set it up, and it's going to take a full nine minutes of the episode for them to escape this part is what's going to happen. Yeah, of course they are. Right. So basically, um, there's like a giant
0: meteor shower that everybody stops and looks at. And at the end, there's like a big eye on the horizon, and everybody's like happy about it. Cool. Well, there's the cover. That's what their cover is, and that's how they're going to steal the stuff. Use this Makani Debrani, whatever, to get in there, steal it, and nobody would notice because it's already everything else going on. Right. Okay, sounds good. They think the Empire's not thinking about that. Yeah, they do. They think the Empire's not
1: thinking well, about that. Well, you kind of got to give them credit on that part because the Empire kind of misses the obvious a lot. They do. A lot, a they lot. They do. A lot, a lot, yeah. a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, they, they buried the, the source of the destruction of the Death Star basically in, like, it's there. Like, it's, like, they think that they're so powerful that they can't be destroyed. Yet, they get destroyed all the time. Well, they, they keep making bad plans. Well, two Death Stars on the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Why? Why? How did the second Death Star blow up?
1: This, well, the Millennium Falcon, along with a couple of X-Wings, or A-Wings. They, wolves, they drove
0: into the middle of the whole thing and shot the core. And it collapsed on itself and
1: then blew up. Yeah. And why didn't they do that the first time? Because that wasn't built like that the first time. The first time, they couldn't, because in in Return of the Jedi, half of the Death Star wasn't built yet. It was still, well, a quarter of it was still not constructed yet. Whereas in the first one, the whole thing was constructed, so they only had the outside to do it. In this one, they could actually go inside of the Death Star and blow it up, they had a path. You know uh, yeah, 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 When they When the, that guy Who flies with um, Flapjack Lando, face Yes <laughs>
0: My kids call him Flapjack face His name is Nine numb But
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> When the satellite dish Gets ripped off The Millennium Falcon um, A scratch So But that So I, You gotta kind of Give him with that Cause they're there's a lot of things where they, they, they don't realize this is happening when... Because this big thing overshadows this small thing. Um, and that happens a lot with the Empire. So I, I have to... I, I kind of have to go with it with this one because it actually makes sense. Because it's it's an ongoing thing that Star Wars has always done. No. it? Oh, No. (laughs) No, or yes or no. Like, do you agree with that or not? (laughs) That's all you have to say? That's it? What do you mean, that's it? Where else do you see this? Do you see anything else in the... in the Star Wars universe, even the EU where this doesn't happen? Well, yeah.
0: Where? In the EU. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> case closed okay so fan <laughs> fan fiction is way better than at that point and it, you know in, in regular Star Wars though and all the lore that we know the obvious is what wins the fight against the Empire all the time all the time I guess so so, and that makes <laughs> sense because when you think you're that big, when you think you're so impenetrable, or when you think that you're indestructible, you tend to leave the obvious parts unprotected. So because I you guess. don't think you because you don't think you need it, so why would you? Um, and that's where they're the most vulnerable. And the the rebellion, the resistance, whatever you want to call them, is. Because they're a smaller unit, um, that's why they always hit it hard. They hit it it hard the first time, and they're always going after those pinpoint precision, you know, a new hope. It's two meters. It's two meters. It's the small thing, but it's the small thing that destroys the entirety of it. He used to hit womp wraps that were smaller than that. Yeah, back home. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I buy it. At least in at least in this storyline I buy it. So Okay. I wish Will was here to like pick us <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm so used so, to like So, I, I, so basically
0: I, <laughs> So Partagaz hears them both out, right? They have this conversation with Partagaz there to duke it out. And he's just like yeah, get over it, move on. I'm not dealing with this. You two just stop like trying to break up the
1: internal baloney, right? Well he's like you're over so, two sections, sectors, he's over six, and there's a reason for that. So Right. Leave. <laughs> right.
0: So I'm thinking at this point that like she and Karn will team up at some point because they're both trying to do what's right. You know, in their eyes what's right.
1: And maybe, um, maybe no, not. No, I, I think she, I, if she does part up with Karn, it'll be not because she wants to do what's right. She just wants the power, the authority. Right, and right. Not because she wants to do what's right. So she'll partner up with the next person who agrees with her, and they'll right. probably join up. But not because this is what's right. She just wants. Now she just wants to get at him and, and prove a point.
0: Yeah, I it. agree.
1: That'll be it. I agree. Yeah. So so
0: they're starting to get on to the rebels. The thing is, like she and Karn are starting to get on to the rebels and what they're doing. And that's why nothing's moving forward. We're just like, no, 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 no. We're impenetrable. We're great. We're good. We're wonderful no, no, you're not, you're being attacked by people, like, straight up like like Saul and David and whatever, it's like, it's happening here. Right. Like, you're getting stabbed, you come on, move on, wake up. No, anyway, part of Gareth, he hears him out, and he's like, no, no, and no. By the way, your, his reports are in, and yours are not. So get your reports together. You did a great job on this, by the way. I'll send you some more stuff like that, but like, Get your stuff together and move on. He's not having it. Okay. So we get back to Andor and his goal. They're sitting around the fire. His, his goal now is to basically uh, study the specs of the Rono Freighter, um, study the Aldani phrasebook, eat, and then check the bandage. And uh, basically do all of that by morning. Just memorize it. Yeah.
1: No, all of it. In the language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Not possible.
0: Um, well. Yeah, no. No. Not by normal standards, but okay. Yep.
1: hmm so, so, so if this was episode, if th- and this is the end of the episode, but if this was, yep. if this If this was episode two, getting into the rest of the story, it would feel so much nicer. Um, But because it's episode four, and it was after everything that we just saw, and it's starting a whole new storyline, now it's like, it doesn't seem to fit. Um, Once we're two or three more episodes in, and we forget about episodes one, two, and three, I I think it'll feel better. but they The reason why it feels Like I keep saying this It feels so weird Is because it's like They shifted the storyline Really fast Yeah And that's what kind of yeah. Gives it the The story itself I th- The build up I think is going to be great I just think they, they Switched the storyline Way too fast Which is why we have What we have now So That's my only Eh about it Yeah Right there with so. you. Right there with you. Other than that, uh, I enjoy it so far. I wouldn't yeah, say... It's, uh, I wouldn't say... I would not go as far to say that Boba Fett was better. Um, I think that's <laughs> heresy. Um, but, hey, to each their own. I mean, you know... Yeah. So... Yeah. We will see what else crawls
0: out of the Tatooine Desert. Or any desert at this point. Yeah. Um
1: And... Yeah, I, I'm excited to see it. I honestly hope that we don't see anything of Tatooine in this TV series. Um, I hope it never comes we, up. I hope it never comes up. And I'm willing to bet that if we. Will was here, he'd be saying the exact same thing. Well, no, of course
0: Will would be saying that because it's a, it's a matter of just... Will likes to argue against anything that is potentially a
1: fanboy excitement. Well, it's not about fanboy excitement, because I have a lot of fanboy excitement. Don't get me wrong. Like, when they bring Salt, when they bring Forrest Whitaker on, I'll probably get giddy for a a few, like, yes, like, they finally did it. When they brought, um, what's his name, back into Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, even though I was wrong, I still got I got I got fanboy excited because it's like yeah they're bringing they're bringing that back in, but this has nothing to do with the start with the um, Skywalker saga, and I don't want them to bring anything Skywalker into it. That's the only right. thing, and the and Tatooine points to Skywalker. Nothing else, mm-hmm. nothing else. Mm-hmm. And whether it's Anakin or Luke, it points to Skywalker, and it needs to stay away from there. Um, so if they never touch on it, I'll be happy. <clears throat> so yeah, that's that's just me. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah,
0: no, I'm uh, I'm right there with you, right there with you. So I think we're pretty much toast for the night. But um, thanks, Chuck, for joining me. And thanks, everybody else, for being a part of this. Uh, We will see what happens in episode five of Andor.
1: We'll touch base then. Yes. See everyone then. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.